From the Outpost, this is a very special episode of Beware of the Leopard. This is part one of our Towel Day stream, where we attempted to play through as much of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy text adventure game as possible. Uh, We did this on Twitch on Friday, uh, which was Towel Day. Uh, Spoiler, we didn't get very far. Um, Part one is an hour long, so uh, strap in. Uh, We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. But before we uh, crack on with this, I'll just remind you that you can follow us on Twitter at BTL Podcast and visit theoutpost.fm to find this and other lovely shows by lovely people you'll like. Okay, so uh, let's join myself, Danny Smith, and John Bounds, and we take you now by the magic of text to a house somewhere in Cottington. You wake up. The room is spinning very gently round your head. Or at least it would be if you could see it, which you can't. It is pitch black. We have a prompt. What are we going to type? Um, Go north. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You'll have to get out of the bed first. Um... Uh, it, do, you, do you turn the light on? Oh, God. Okay. Um, good start to the day. Pity it's going to be the worst one of your life. <laughs> the light is now on. Bedroom. In the, be- uh, in the bed. Oh, hello. Come here, you. Stupid machine. Oh, I'm going to have to adjust... There we go. Um, The bedroom is a mess. It is a small bedroom with a faded carpet and old wallpaper. There is a waste bin, uh, a chair with a tatty uh, dressing gown slung over it, and a window with the curtains drawn. Near the exit leading south is a phone. There is a flatbed screwdriver here outside the bed. There is a toothbrush here outside the bed. What should we do? Um, This is a text adventure, right? So um, we've got to... uh, You have to collect all the things with seemingly no um, uh, regard to how heavy they might be or where you might be carrying them. Uh, Okay, so let's pick up screwdriver. Uh, it slips through your fumbling fingers and hits the carpet with a nerve-shattering bang. That's really helpful. Let's try pick up the toothbrush. You're certainly picking. <laughs> you're certainly picking the tough tasks. The floor acts like a trampoline uh, on an ice rink, or like something they've been working on for years at Disneyland. <laughs> so. Okay. Do so, I have the toothbrush? I don't. I, I'm guessing not, uh, <laughs> unless you're bouncing up and down the trampoline, brushing your teeth. Um, okay. So do we, we get out? Of, do we get out of the bed? Are we still yeah. in the bed? Well, you normally are, mate. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that, that was fake indignation. No, I know where I'm rumbled. Uh, very difficult, but you manage it. The room is still spinning. It dips. And sways a little. Oh, I bet we're freezing cold, and we are Arthur Dent. So let's uh, 
Do the old dressing gown thing. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Oh, God. I just typed put on dressing gown and got the response, you're not holding your gown. Mmm, logic. Dressing gown. Luckily, this is large enough for you to get hold of. You noticed something in the pocket. Okay, it doesn't know the word check. Let's try look inside pocket. It's hard to open or close the pocket unless you're wearing the gown. Put the gown on. Is this purposely annoying? Is that yes? I think so. Right. Yeah, I think I think, I think, I think it was because um, uh, it was uh, they would they signed the um, deal, didn't they, for it? And then uh, Douglas decided he wanted to come up with all the puzzles and learn to program it himself. So uh, yeah, so it's pedantic. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, so, how do you think it works? Does it look for keywords in your sentences, or does it look for exact matches? Um, uh, it's, pr- it's probably being being in nineteen eighty four. It's probably just looking for certain words in a sentence. So if I said, if I started the, the sentence with fucking put the gown on, it would probably fail. But if I started, but if I wrote well, on, the fucking gown on, well, yeah. I've already put the gown on, so it's going to complain. <laughs> take it off. Um, All right. Check, to, check take the off the check left, fucking check gown. Ah, and now it says I don't know the word fucking. Mm. So there we go. That that solves that. Uh, so we've got the gown on. Look inside pocket. Opening your gown reveals uh, <laughs> reveals pajamas. I hope. <laughs> yes. Um, opening your gown reveals a buffered analgesic pocket fluff and a thing. Uh, what? Oh, and a thing your aunt gave you, which you don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, an analgesic okay. is a painkiller. Yes, I'm presuming we've got a hangover. Yes, I think I think that seems fair. Should we? Um, okay, I, I'm I'm not going to try and say take analgesic because it's actually a, well. Let's let's say um, use uh, eat. Well, I I fear what it's going to end up wanting me to do is go to the bathroom, find a glass put some water in the glass but we'll we'll see what happens if if i say take analgesic you swallow the tablet (laughs) that was easy after a few seconds the room begins to calm down and you behave in an orderly uh, and behave in an orderly manner your terrible headache goes so i guess we've got some pocket fluff and a thing that our aunt gave us which we don't know what it is can we pick okay. up the can we pick up the uh toothbrush and the screwdriver? I should think I should think that should be something we could do. Taken uh and toothbrush. As you pick up the toothbrush, a tree outside the window collapses. There is no casual relation there was no causal relationship between these two events. <laughs> um, um, maybe can, can we look out window? Look out! Look out of window. Um, I want to. I want to see if I examine the thing my aunt gave me. It doesn't know. Oh, it doesn't know the word "gave." Okay, let's look out of window. As you part your curtains, you see that it's. <laughs> A bright morning. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. 
the meadows are blooming and a large yellow bulldozer is advancing on your home. Okay. So we should go outside, right? I think so. Seems fair. Uh, go north. <laughs> north. North is in the normally... Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Start north and then we'll... <laughs> I've gone for outside. You rush down the stairs in panic. We are now at the front porch. This is the enclosed front porch of your home. The front garden lies to the south, and you can... Uh, God, some of this is surprisingly hard to read. You can re-enter your home to the north. In the doormat, on the doormat, is a pile of junk mail. Oh, get the junk mail. Uh, we uh, gather up the pile of mail. So, should we go south? Yeah, the winter. Right. We are now at the, what performers call, front of house. You can enter your home to the north. A path uh, leads around it to the northeast and northwest. And a country lane is visible to the south. All that lies between your home and the huge yellow bulldozer bearing down on it is a few yards of mud. Mr. Prosser from the local council is standing on the other side of the bulldozer. He seems to be wearing a digital watch. (laughs) He looks startled. He looks startled to see you emerge and yells at you to get out of the way. The bulldozer rumbles slowly towards your home. Mm, is it? Are we? I, this is what our fourth or fifth incarnation of the of the story now. <laughs> are we going to have to go through this? I think we are, aren't we? Uh, yes. Um, what do we say to Mister Prosser? Um, or do we still? Do we just lie in front of the bulldozer? Yeah, I think we just. Lying for can, can we talk to Prosser? Um, I it doesn't look right, uh, I, it didn't look like the way I typed in front, so let's try that. Ah, you lie down in the path of the advancing bulldozer. Prosser yells at you, uh, to for Christ's sake, move. Uh, how about say no? Yeah, yeah, or or yeah, don't move. You're talking complete nonsense. Pull yourself together. The bulldozer thunders towards you. The ground is shaking beneath you as you uh, lie in the mud. Um, uh, talk to Prosser, yeah. Hmm. Mr. Prosser looks at you expectantly, as if you seemed to be about to talk. <laughs> Uh, say, can we? How complicated is the path? So we could say, say to Prosser, stop, wasn't we? Uh, you used the word stop in a way that I don't understand. Um, let's try. Ah, oh, it says you must address Mr. Right. So I said, say stop, <laughs> and it, it responded, you must address Mr. Prosser directly. The noise of the giant bulldozer is now so violently loud that you can't uh, even hear Mr. Prosser yelling to warn you that you will be killed if you don't get the hell out of the way. You just see him gesticulating wildly. Should we get out of the way? I, I, Seems like mm. a bad move. 
the, what's difficult here is that the radio play, and I think the book, has Mr. Prosser say the first line, which is, come off it, Mr. Dent, you can't lie in the path of progress. So, um, I wonder if I could say, um, I've gone off the idea of progress. Ooh. Oh, it says Mr. Oh, crikey. It doesn't like any time I say say, it's, it c- complains that I need to address Mr. Prosser directly, and then Some- the narrative keeps advancing. As does the bulldozer. With a terrible grinding of gears, the bulldozer comes to an abrupt halt just in front of you. It shakes, shudders, and emits uh, noxious substances all over your, uh, your rose bed. Prosser is incoherent with rage. Moments later, your friend, Ford Prefect, arrives. Oh, we hacked it, guys. Um, he hardly seems to notice your uh, predicament, but keeps glancing nervously at the sky. He says, hello, Arthur takes a towel from his battered leather satchel and offers it to you. Right. Do you think that anything that we did made any impact in the game or we just had to lie in the mud for a certain amount of time while the narrative went forward? The second one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I do think we've got to talk to Prosser. So can we start the sentence with Prosser, or should we be taking the towel before we do that now? Uh, you could say to uh, just Prosser, comma, stop or something. Or uh, He says, um, I don't understand. What are you referring to? How about Prosser, don't knock my house down. Uh, please step aside, as I need to be able to... <laughs> I said, what I typed was, um, Prosser, don't knock my house down. And he uh, responds with, please step aside as I need to be able to knock your house down. (laughs) Ford glances uncomfortably at the sky. He offers you the towel again. Well, it is towel day. We do do need a towel. Although there should have been one in our bathroom. Yeah, that's true. As you take it, Ford says, "Uh, look, thanks for lending me the towel been um nice knowing you got to go now he smiles uh, oddly and walks down the country lane wow this narrative has has split off hasn't it do we do we chase him down i mean i'm worried it- that anything we do be- before establishing the the narrative with prosser means that it's going to be game over because our house is going to get knocked down are we are we role playing as as Arthur Dent? Is that what we're expected to do? This is so fucking meta because we're trying to have him to guess what the person programming it was was doing. Yeah. So are we are we expected to role play as Arthur Dent in the knowledge that we've read the books? I think. Mm. Mm, I think, but we got. Yeah, I don't know. We've got to, but we, more than that, we've got to stop Ford going. Ford's got to have the conversation with Prosser if it's going to follow the narrative. So we've got to say to Ford, uh, Ford, comma, wait or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, uh, it says you can't see Ford here. Do we follow Ford? Yeah. Let's try that. You can't do that. Oh, my God. You can't do that while you're lying down. Oh, my God. So obtuse. Get up. The bulldozer bulldozer drives a quick... 
try that again. The bulldozer driver gives a quick chew of his gum and slams on the clutch. The bulldozer piles into the side of your home. Your home collapses in a cloud of dust and a stray flying brick hits you squarely on the back of the head. You try to think of some sensible last words, but what with the confusion of of the moment and the spinning of your head, you are unable to compose anything pithy and expire in silence. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's what I was worried about. So we've got to go through all that again. Yeah. Um, What now? (laughs) You, I've said, what now? Uh, and it's replied, you keep out of this. You're dead. <laughs> Wait for ambulance. You keep out of this. You're dead and should be concentrating on developing a um, a good, firm rigor mortis. Uh, you were put in the ambulance, which drives away. Uh, all right. Well, um, I guess more, ca- I guess more character, more lead central characters should die in fiction before the end of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've said, am I really dead? And it says for a dead person, you are talking too much. <laughs> as the ambulance, um, as the, uh, Oh God, this computer of mine, as the ambulance reaches the motorway, a fleet of Vogon constructor ships unexpectedly arrives and demolishes the Earth to make way for a new hyperspace bypass. We are about to give you your score. <laughs> Put on your peril-sensitive sunglasses now. Hit return or enter when ready. Uh, so, uh, so our what do, what score, do we score is 10 out of a possible 400. And it took us 24 turns. Let's... um. I don't know if we've got a saved position, but I'll try to restore. Oh, we've got to enter a file name. Okay, forget that. Um, so let's restart. Right, okay. So, uh, turn the light on. Um, get out of bed. Put on dressing gown. Oh, pick up gown. Put on <laughs> gown. Pick up um, toothbrush. Pick up. Oh no! I've, oh, I've got to take analgesic. Oh god! It says right. Okay, I can't. I can't short circuit too much of this. So I've got to look inside pocket. Take analgesic. Um, pick up. Oh no, that's that. Uh, yeah, pick up screwdriver. Pick up uh, toothbrush. Look outside. Uh, open window. No. If anyone watching has got some hints where we're about to go absolutely fucking badly wrong, um, by all means, uh, there's a chat, I think. Yeah. Is, is there a chat? Okay. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Talday. That's how uh, people will be watching. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, d- by, by all means, use the chat. What I'm going to do is figure out how I can save this once I've, uh, I've, I've got to this point. Um so, uh, open, go to window. It's here. Oh, what do we do? How do we look outside? I, try, I thought I tried to look outside. It says, what do you want to look out? Oh, look out of window. There we go. Go outside. Head south. 
Um, oh, go south. There we go. Um, say pros, uh, stop. Hang on, did we, pick, did we pick up the mail? Oh, no. Uh, thank you. Go north. Oh, a- oh I've died. <laughs> it's I all right. Again. Somebody wanted us to make a GDPR joke. Uh, yes, about they Dilma. did. So I was, I was, you were thinking right. of one. I was, uh, yeah, I was trying to keep Ian Bill happy, but we died again. Yeah, we died again. Fucking uh, hell. Okay. Put on gown. Pick up, uh, oh, uh, look in pockets. So could something this obtuse exist nowadays with people's, um, with, with people's, Attention spans, what they are. Like it's di- it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I don't, I've uh, I've never played a, 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 a computer game uh, recently that doesn't have like a whole um, they call it onboarding thing where they go, mm-hmm. oh, here's a football. You remember how to dribble the football? You've, yeah, you've dribbled footballs the same way in every football computer game since they started. The uh, by you know waggling your stick. Um. You were waiting for me to wag- wag- waggle my stick joke then, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't, because I take the high <laughs> Because you were too long thinking about that GDPR joke that you haven't worked <laughs> out yet. <laughs> I thought it would be enough to reference it without actually having the, had to do the work of do, making the joke. But Actually, I've got, I heard a really good uh, GDPR joke from someone the other day. I can't tell you who, but... Uh... <laughs> okay, what's the joke? No, I can't tell you. I don't get it. Yeah, that was that was the joke. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. Well, I was doing a there's, bit. There's too many. I, I, I'm getting lost in the in the the bitception. Um, <laughs> bitception. Mm-hmm. Uh, so prosa, uh, oh, protest. That's what you have to do. Protest. Uh, oh, uh, I, I mistyped. Right. Um, I said, uh, Prosser replies to that, I wouldn't stop the bulldozer even if you were lying in front of it. Uh, we need to get in front of, uh, in yeah. front of it. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm dead again. I'm dead again. Right. Oh, fuck right off. That's okay. I've got to save. Okay. I just, I just saved it just before all of this awfulness would happen. Uh, so let's, uh, restore from there. Okay. All right, so um, lie in front of bulldozer. You lie down in the path of the advancing bulldozer. Right, um, I like I like the the idea of protest. Um, protest oh, to whom? Protest <laughs> to protest. protest to Prosser. That sentence isn't one I recognise. <sighs> we just got to wait for Ford to turn up. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Surely we're we're just throwing commands at it until. Uh, until yeah, well, maybe maybe we don't take the towel. Maybe we got that wrong. Ah, so okay. we, we that, that was, Ford's here now. That was that was the after that because he buggered off, didn't he? That was the thing that made him bugger off. Yeah. So uh, say Ford. I don't know. How about just say hi, Ford? Yeah, got it. Use the word hi in a way that I don't understand. Hello, Ford. You use the word hello in a way that I don't understand. How about just hello, Ford? Ah, hello to you too. Ford glances uncomfortably at the sky. He offers you the towel again. 
say for uh, look at my house or look at or or uh, yes, yeah, stop stop oh, bulldozers. That, that did a thing. That did a thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you. Uh, so I said, look at my house. You see nothing special about your home. Ford seems oblivious to your trouble. So you ask Ford, what about my home? He looks startled, then guilty. He starts to say something and stops. He starts to say something else and stops. Suddenly, he seems to see that the bulldozer. Some, uh, suddenly, he seems to see the bulldozer for the first time. Stops starting to say things and starts. He seems to come to a momentous decision. Says he has something of earth-shattering importance to tell you. We did it, guys. And stresses the importance of a quick drink at the horse and groom. Pointing towards Prosser, you uh, exclaim, but what? But, um, but that man wants to knock my house down. Ford goes off for a quiet word with Prosser. From where you're lying, you cannot hear what's happening, although they seem deeply engrossed in conversation. Hmm. <laughs> well, we can't do much more than lie here, right? Well, can we do rusts first? Can we take the towel back that he offered? Uh, well, Ford's not within reach now because he's chatting away to Prosser. Oh, right. Okay. Um, can we just carry on? If I just, yeah, if I just wait. <laughs> yeah, wait. Time passes. Ford and Prosser stop talking and approach you. Ford says that Prosser has agreed to lie in your place so that the two of you can go off to the pub. Uh, reluctantly, Prosser steps forward and lies down in front of the bulldozer. You stand up. Shall we okay. go to the pub? Oh, yeah, was it south? Uh, I, th- I think can we just, if I just can said can go to the pub. Go to the pub. I wish that was a command that... Actually, that is a command that actually works in real life for me. Yeah, it didn't work in this instance because it says, do you have any particular direction in mind? Let's look around. Uh, you can enter your home to the north. A path lies uh, leads around it to the northeast and northwest, and a country lane is visible to the south. Ford Prefect, mm, Mr. Prosser from the local council, is lying in front of the bulldozer. He seems can to we, be wearing a digital watch. As we go past, can we give him a kick in the nose? <laughs> kick Prosser he dodges <laughs> insisting really? that this is incorrect procedure is is that what it says yep oh my god like the person that programmed that knew that the audience are 14 year old boys right you yeah. called me a 14 year old boy I'm saying that you have the mental age of 14 year old boy John I've known you long enough how dare you <clears throat> protest uh, so we head south Go south. I keep saying head, but let's go south. The road uh, runs from your home to the north towards the village pub to the west. Ford Prefect is here. Come along, Arthur, says Ford impatiently and enters the pub. Enter pub. The pub is pleasant and cheerful and full of pleasant and cheerful people who don't know they've got about 12 minutes to live and are therefore having... Uh, a spot of lunch. Some music is playing on an old jukebox. The exit is east. Ford Prefect is here. There is a barman serving at the bar. Behind the bar is a shelf. It is full of the sort of items you find on shelves behind bars in pubs. Ford, um... Ooh, what does he do? Ford... Hug... 
Ford buys lots of beer and offers half to you. Muscle relaxant, he says. Impenetrably. Uh, Impenetrably. In, in uh, muscle relaxant. Um, I have to say uh, six pints at lunchtime. <laughs> can we save? You... Can we save at this point? Yeah, we'll do that. Save. Let's do two dot south. Done. Okay, I can't say six pints at lunchtime. That's a shame. Um, to just drink the beer. Actually, was it six? No, it was three. Three pints at lunch. I just want to see if anything happens. Uh, no. Okay, so let's drink. Beer. It's very good beer, brewed by a small local company. You uh, you particularly like its flavour, which is why you woke up feeling so wretched this morning. <laughs> you were at somebody's birthday party here in the pub last night. Oh, no sound effects. Yeah, absolutely. Good foley work there, Dan. Well, you, you know. <laughs> you're dedicated to the craft, I know. Uh, you begin to relax and enjoy yourself. So when Ford mentions that he's from a small planet in the vicinity of Beetlejuice Yay! and not from Guildford, um, as he usually claims, you take it uh, in your stride and say, oh, yes, which part? <laughs> um, when in Rome, drink some more beer. Yeah. It is really very pleasant stuff with a very good, dry, nutty flavour, some light froth on top and a deep colour. It is at exactly room temperature. You reflect that the world cannot be all bad when there are such pleasures in it. Ford mentions that the world is going to end in about 12 minutes. Uh, May I still have another drink then? (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what happens in the scene. Like, he just drinks the drink, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Well, he talks a lot. He drinks the drink Um, and then the Vogons turn up. Yeah. Not to, oh, sorry, if that was a spoiler. <laughs> there is a distant crash, which Ford explains is nothing to worry about. Probably just your house being knocked down. <laughs> uh, should we run outside? Um, I don't know. Have we got any peanuts yet? Well, hopefully Ford is going to get those if, uh, uh, if, if anything, if the story is to go, uh, you know, to be believed. Because I've got to now shout things like "you home, re- you home wreckers, you vandals, you Visigoths." I'll sue the council <laughs> for every penny it's got. Um, uh, you see the huge bulldozer bearing itself um, or heaving itself among the cloud of brick dust, which is all that remains of your home. As you start up the lane, a small dog runs up to you, yipping. Ford hurries after you. The dog's kick, an interesting turn. Kick the dog. Oh, oh no, Tan. No. Horrible man. Well, you've got to interact with the dog somehow. It would, what is noted is therefore notable. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, tick, I'm going to say, look at dog. Tickle him. The <laughs> mongrel looks hungry. Feed it. Got any, yeah, I don't think I've got anything to feed the dog. Have I still got beer in my hand? Give dog beer. <laughs> you know, that is each not, other. I can't use that here. Stab it with a screwdriver. Brush its teeth. (laughs) Sometimes you have to. Yes, that's very true, you do. Pick up dog. You can't be serious. (laughs) (laughs) Dog carries on yapping for a moment and then um, gulps uncomfortably. 
Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, narrated by John McEnroe. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh, hang on. Um, I wonder if he's got a planet inside him. Uh, not a planet, a fleet of um, Flahergs and um, Gagugvents. Um, it it could be that the that this is the dog that swallowed the Vlahergs and the Gagovans when they uh, travelled through space and time after Arthur said that he had this terrible problem with his lifestyle because <laughs> they got eaten by a small dog. Um, it's fine. Um, so, what what was the last thing? I, I, I mean, I can't see the feed. Um, no, no, so- it's fine. Um, we are we're basically outside the ruins of our house. Um, is the dog still there? Yeah. And we can't kick it. <sighs> I mean, if the dog it's, it's... tries to bite your foot. Okay. Now you can kick him. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's Ford? He's uh, hurrying he's after with, you? He's with us. Yeah, he, he hurried after us. Um... At Prosser, oh, just shout! Uh, you begin to get a sore throat. Um, can we? What else? What have we, else have we got? We've got the screwdriver. We've got a pile of junk mail. We've got the uh, thing that our auntie gave us, so we don't know what it is. And some pocket fluff. Can um, we, can we take the towel? We were off um, with it. Is that still uh, an option? Uh, we might as well go back. To, yeah, do we go back? To, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Gonna... I've taken. I've taken Ford's towel. We're all good now. Uh, so let's go. Uh, Hang north. on. So you yeah. could you could take the towel. Yeah. No, sorry, because that's important. Like if they leave dangling, dangling instructions like that, and then you can still go back to them. Then that's worth bearing in mind, is it not? It is, um, but Ford has always been with us, so he's always had the towel, was, was my only thing. But, yeah, no, this is a fair point. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it, I he, he offered the towel, like, ages ago, and that was the thing that was dangling. Yeah, but the first time we took it, it killed us, because he walked away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was why I was uh, reluctant the first time. Um, all right, so uh, let's, let's go north. Uh, you reach the side of what uh, used to be your home. It is now a pile of rubble. Mr. Prosser looks sheepishly triumphant, a trick few people can do, as it requires a lot of technically complex deltoid muscle work. Front of house, Mr. Prosser from the local council is standing on the other side of the bulldozer. He seems to be wearing a digital watch. Ford hurries after you. Sheepishly triumphant is a line that I would write and think that I was very clever and it came from nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird to see your influences like laid out in front of you. Is it not? Absolutely. Um, so it's also, it's also a thing I haven't seen since one man and his dog stopped being on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> when did that stop being on the telly? By the way, oh well, they they do the final every year as part of Country File. Ah, but uh, not um not like weekly week by week, which is uh, I used to like that. Can, can we start using Countryfile as an insult with the same weight as Pedophile? 
<laughs> oh, where where did they go this weekend? Well, you know them. They're uh, they're country files, you know. Um, oh, country. Oh. oh, god! I didn't know that. I didn't oh. want those people in my neighbourhood. Should be allowed. Should be on a list. Should be on a register. Um. Ooh. Uh, nothing's happening, is it? Uh, was there anything else in the house? Is, it, is this what? Is this one of those instances where we have to wait it out? And I'm sorry, I'm so trying to look for the process rather than I, actually no, get into the spirit of it. I um, feel we. I feel there's something we haven't done. Anything? I feel something we haven't done. But I don't know what it is. Do, do we drink all the drink all the beer? Uh, he didn't tell us to stop drinking beer. Um, Ford didn't buy the peanuts. That's what's worrying me. Okay, should we go back to the pub? Always a good idea. It's yeah. I've I've gone back up the country lane. There is still a dog here. Oh, uh, did we? We did look at the dog, didn't we? We stroked the dog. Oh, I didn't look at him. Uh. With a noise... Ah, right, there we go. The mongrel dog looks hungry. With a noise like a cross between Led Zeppelin's uh, 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 farewell concert, sorry, and the eruption of Krakatoa, a huge fleet of Vogon constructor ships flies overhead and announces that the Earth will be demolished to make way for a new hyperspace bypass in two of your Earth minutes. In all the turmoil, you drop the thing your aunt gave you, which you don't know what it is, and it rolls away. It is the least of your worries. Anyway, you've been trying to get rid of it for years. <laughs> I get the feeling that's funny. That that's important. Yeah. Um, panic. Don't. Um, panic. Not surprised. <laughs> The vast yellow ships thunder across the sky, spreading waves of terror and panic in their wake. The voice of the Vogon captain uh, slams across the country, insisting that the planning charts and demolition orders have been available at the local planning office in Alpha Centauri for 50 of your Earth years, and it's too late to start making a fuss about it now. Throughout the noise, Ford is shouting at you. He removes a small black device from his satchel but accidentally drops it at your feet. Hey. Well, I think we should pick up device. Uh, I think That's we it. should also save this game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, uh, fierce gales whip across the land and thunder begin uh, bellow. Uh, thunder bangs continuously through the air in the wake of the giant ships. Ford uh, fights to reach you, but the wind is too fierce. Further announcements from the Vogon captain make it clear that demolition will begin in just a few seconds. Through the blinding rain, you see lights flickering on the small device. I am saving, for the love of God, I am saving. <laughs> we are saved. So we better, uh, I don't know, exa- exa- is examine a word or we'll look to? Uh... Look at device? The electronic <laughs> subether signalling device is shaped like a small uh, fist with an extended thumb. Various lights along its knuckles are currently blinking wildly, indicating a spaceship in the vicinity. It has... T- I don't know how, for- uh, how Arthur's supposed to know that. It has two small buttons, a red one labelled Call Engineer and a green one labelled Hitchhike. It uh, bears a small label which reads, Another fine product 
of the Sirius Cybernetics Corporation. Affixed to the thumb is a lifetime guarantee. My initial thought might be too clever, but this is Douglas Adams, is to press the red button. I'm b- because well, it's we've a serious cybernetics device. We've saved. Yeah. So go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, the 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 spoiler is is that we're dead. Um, <laughs> with a screech of ion brakes, a serious cybernetics corporation repair bot pulls up on a bike from out of the sub-ether. The Earth is destroyed <laughs> by the fleet of Vogon constructor ships. You have died. Um, we got... Uh, our score is 25. Let's restore. Three. Um, okay. Uh, press green button. Lights whirl sickeningly around your head. The ground arches away beneath your feet and every atom of your being is scrambled, an experience you're probably going to have to get used to. You are in... Dark. Great. (laughs) Uh, Open eyes? I can put light on? Uh, I don't know. Okay, great. And uh, I gave you two options. All right. (laughs) open eyes you can hear nothing smell nothing taste nothing see nothing feel nothing and are now even certain uh, and are not even certain who you are (laughs) this sounds like a matter transference problem to me eh Danny um Uh, uh, ooh, uh, turn, turn light on. It's. I know exactly what it's going to tell me, but yes. Um, it says there's nothing you can taste, nothing you can see, nothing you can hear, nothing you can feel, nothing you can smell. You do not even know who you are. Um, examine me. Ooh, ooh, you've. You've done this before. <laughs> well, not since uh, Planet of Death on the ZX Spectrum. Nothing, nothing, no, no, um, no, it's not working, <laughs> basically. Did he get um, the same message? Yeah. No, they're different. Well, they're so very slightly different. Yeah, there's nothing you can taste, nothing you can see. Uh, you can see nothing, feel nothing, hear nothing, taste nothing. Uh, but, we can, but we can't, does that mean we can smell something? Does it say smell on the others? Smell. Smell on the darkness. first one. It does smell a bit. There's something pungent being waved under your nose. Your head begins to clear. You can make out a shadow moving in the dark. Did you just did you just solve that, John? Well no, you solved it by telling me that they were they the same. And they weren't. I didn't say it wasn't the same. I asked. Was it the same? Well, I was They're basically the same message. The, the, I think the, the clue is not that the messages are different. The clue is that every each permutation of those messages has all of the senses apart from smell. 
Right, uh, just because I like as I said, I can't see because it's horribly lagging, so I can't see the messages. So, and I can't remember. So I was just asking if it was just the yeah. same error message. No, actually, uh, no. Uh, you know what? Oddly enough, one of them does say you can't smell anything. That's I what think got, it, yeah. It, I think what what what's happening is um, it's basically that narrative progression. Whereas whatever you type for a bit, it's just going to be unhelpful until because you're coming out of grogginess and your senses are coming to you. So actually, I think it's it's basically whatever we type there. It's gone from not being able to smell to being able to smell. Now we can smell and now we can actually see a bit. So it's just narrative narrative progression. Uh, so exam examine the shadow. The shadow is vaguely Ford Prefect-shaped. This is a squalid room filled with grubby mattresses, uh, unwashed cups, and unidentifiable bits of smelly alien underwear. A door lies to port, and an airlock lies to starboard. In the corner is a glass case with a switch and a keyboard. It looks like the glass case contains an atomic vector plotter. Among, um, along one wall is a t- um, is a tall dispensing machine. Ford removes the bottle of Santragenian uh, mineral water, which uh, he's been waving under your nose. He tells you that you are aboard a Vogon spaceship and gives you some peanuts. Mm. Eat, the, eat the peanuts. You feel stronger as the peanuts replace some of the protein you lost. And the matter transference beam. Um, Should we try getting up? I'd forgotten we weren't. Yeah. Oh, no, we're already standing. I assumed we were lying down. No, we were already standing. Um, Which is weird, but okay. Um, Um, What else? Well, well, I don't know what an atomic vector plotter is. Uh, I don't know what, well, I know what a dispensing machine is, but I don't know what's in it. It's that's going to be. I imagine that's going to be Babelfish, uh, and the uh, the vector plotter is um, something that uh, in I think in which you suspend a large cup of tea uh, in order to uh, make an improbability drive. So why there's um, an atomic vector plotter here, I'm not so sure. Uh, but we've also got a glass case with a switch and a keyboard. Mm. Uh, ex- uh, ex- can we speak to Ford? Is Ford still there? Yeah, he's here. He's notoriously unhelpful. Can, oh, uh, can we save it? Yeah, uh, we've only done a couple of things, but yes, let's let's by all means. Um, hey, we're in space. Let, I think that's a point of which. So, in fact, they, we've got to the end of the first episode. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, ne- nearly. Uh, we've got to wait for the um, for uh, uh, a threat of poetry, um, and I think uh, we'll take a break then. Yeah, when we get there. Sorry, go on, go on, Danny. Are we still? Uh, are we still at score thirty-three? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's out of four hundred. Yeah. That's a very small amount of points. <laughs> the total. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, I'm not. I was never. I was never assuming we were going to complete this. Uh, um. But for what it's worth, I'm here for the long haul. Um, okay, so uh, we want to try and talk to Ford. I, I suspect what usually happens is um, it says uh, you look like you're about to say something, but you don't. 
Yeah. Hmm. Ford Prefect looks at you expectantly as if you were about to say something. Um, so I think what I want to do is, I tell you, what, it's so weird because this is just a, an emulator of a DOS game. I can't just scroll up to the, oh no, hang on, if I just hit, no, I can't actually scroll up to see any of the past text. Um, okay, so let us look at Switch. You see nothing special about the Switch. Oh, let's press it. Yeah, go on. You see nothing special about the keyboard. Press, oh, flip switch. It's probably going to say, I don't know what the word flip is. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, crikey. That was me. Sorry. Sorry. It's, 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 no, no, it's fine. It's It's, it's quite fitting, really. It is, because it says a recording place. Uh, (laughs) It has a bunch of uh, Vogon, which I'm not going to attempt to... um, uh, to understand and then uh, so there's a bunch of stuff and then Ford yawns matter transference always tires me out I'm going to take a nap he places something on top of his satchel if you have any questions here's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy footnote 14 Ford lowers his voice to a whisper I'm not supposed to tell you this but you'll never be able to finish the game without consulting the guide about lots of stuff. I don't like meta jokes in games. Uh, he curls up in a corner and begins snoring. You pick up the Hitchhiker's Guide. I really don't like meta jokes in games. Why don't you like meta jokes in games? Um, because I like the suspension of dis- of disbelief. Uh, I-, I don't not like them like completely, but uh, he does. Uh, Douglas doesn't make meta jokes in any of his work and um, he doesn't break the fourth wall in a way that um, disrupts the narrative. He does because he's got a narrator voice, and so the narrator voice can do that stuff, but the characters never break the fourth wall, and I think that's a... So, yeah, that's that's all. Um, I think we should go over to the dispensing machine. We could go through the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on my improv show, and I nearly broke it. Um, <laughs> We ended up in the fifth wall, and it was a whole nightmare. Um, use dispens- so, uh, We could go for a ramble on the fourth estate later. <laughs> Hang on, right? So you said you said that there was the thing that was that holds the cup of t- uh, the oh the vector plotter, yeah, yeah. That that is the thing that you suspend a hot, really nice hot cup of tea in. Yeah. Um. And, no, there, and there is a drinks dispenser. Well, there is a dispenser. My, my, I, I suggest. Uh, I assume that that's going to have a Babel fish in it. Uh, it says the dispenser is tall, has a button at around eye level, and says Babel fish um, in large letters. Anything dispensed would probably come out of the slot at around knee level. It bears a small label which reads "Another fine product of the Serious Cybernetics Corporation." Um, so do we hit button? Yep. Um, a single Babelfish shoots out of the slot. It sails across the room and through a small hole in the wall just under a metal hook. It's Babelfish shoots out of the slot. It sails across the room and through a small hole in the wall just under a metal hook. Right, okay, so, uh, we've got to hang something on the hook to cover the hole in the wall. Do we? Can we not just... Can we not just cover the 
the dispenser? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't tell us about a hook if we didn't have to hang something on it. Have we got anything to hang? The satchel? We've got a towel. Oh. It doesn't fit through the hole. I wouldn't have bang, hang it on the hook. Uh, the mail falls through the hole and vanishes. Damn. What was what was your suggestion? Sorry. Um, it was I was to towel. Yeah, it it doesn't fit. I oh, know. Put it on the hook. Oh. It slips off the hook. Mm. Pick up towel. Yeah, good save. Um, look at hook. The hook is attached to the wall, inches above a tiny hole. Look at hole. You see nothing special about the small hole. I think if it's a tiny hole, how did the mail get through it? Uh, yeah. What else have we got? Put a dressing gown on the hook. Um, take off gown. Okay, you're no longer wearing your gown. Put gown on hook. The gown is now hanging from the hook, covering a tiny hole. Oh! Press dispenser button. Oh, God. Right. Ah, single Babelfish shoots out of the thing. Um, it is, of course, well known that... Ke- oh, ah, now it's uh, it's this thing. It is, of course, known that uh, careless talk costs lives, but the full scale of the problem is not always appreciated. For instance, at the exact moment you said, use fluff on hole, which is a thing that I said uh, a moment ago. <laughs> it's a, a thing that I've heard Danny say as well. Well, indeed. <laughs> A freak wormhole open, opened up in the fabric of the space-time continuum and carried your words far back in the uh, reaches of time, infinite reaches of space, to a distant galaxy where strange and warlike beings uh, were poised on the battle of the... So we all know the thing about the Vlahergs and the Gagogmans. Um So that's all fine. So basically, we've got the Babelfish. We have it. Uh, oh, it sails across the room and hits the dressing gown. The fish slides down the sleeve of the gown and falls to the floor, vanishing through the grating of a hitherto unnoticed drain. <laughs> uh, cover, dra- cover drain with satchel? I don't know if we've got... I've not seen any mention of a satchel, but we could probably put the towel on the on the um, drain. Go on. <sighs> oh, sure there's an announcement coming over the intercom. Are we going to need that? Vogel, still. Are you sure there's not a satchel? Board's got one, definitely. Oh, right, okay. Has, it, has that been mentioned? Um, I thought he took the guide out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, good good point. Um, yep, so uh, the towel's now covering the drain. Um, a single baby fish shoots out of the slot. It sails across the room and hits the dressing gown. The fish slides down the sleeve of the gown and falls to the floor, landing on the towel. A split second later, a tiny cleaning robot whizzes across the floor, grabs the fish, and continues its uh, breakneck pace towards a tiny robot panel at the base of the wall. The robot zips through the panel and is gone. Oh god, we've got to cover the panel now. But what we have, have we got anything left? Fluff. It's going to be the screwdriver, isn't it? I don't think we've got the fluff. 
Uh, and an out- uh, so uh, the panel, only a few inches high, is currently closed. Open panel. Uh, it won't budge. Um, you use screwdriver on panel. Yeah, the, it doesn't like the word uh, use, but I'm going to try it again. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like the word use. Hmm. Ventures always just have use. Uh, yeah. Screw panel. <laughs> and screw that. Screw that panel. Doesn't know how to unscrew. Um. Screwdriver. It looks like every other flathead screwdriver you've ever seen. Because they couldn't afford to license the word Phillips. Okay, so we've got to stop the robot going through the panel. So maybe we can we put this screwdriver in front of the panel or. What do we have on us? Do we still have the mail? It went through a uh, hole. We might have, might have some of it, I don't know. We had fluff. We took the painkillers. Um. Oh, God, you really got to want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we uh, ask for a hint? Oh, can you ask for a hint? Yeah, I think it will probably um, uh, detract against our... P- it may detract against our points, but let's let's face it, we're not playing for points. Uh, John Hickman's been um, been providing uh, sage wisdom, but he doesn't seem to have any friggin' advice for us now, does he? Fairweather friend. <laughs> he was all about put towel on hook, but he doesn't know what to do about open panel. <laughs> he's been t- he's been telling you what to do. Uh, he's he's been giving suggestions. I haven't been. Um, you haven't been following. Him. No, I've been taking my suggestions from the people who are in the room. But uh, John has been uh, bless him. He's he's been giving suggestions as well. Um. So yeah, uh, let's let's ask for a hint. Let us ask for one hint. No one in the chat is helping us. Uh, warning, it is recognised that the temptation for help may at sometimes be exceedingly strong, that you might fetch hints prematurely. Therefore, you may at any time during the story type hints off, and this will disallow the seeking out of help for the... Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, well... Yeah, okay. Well, I typed hint, but you didn't actually give me a hint. <laughs> so let's try hint. But, but, you've, but you've learned hey. a very valuable moral lesson. Or maybe you have. Wow, that's interesting. Um, oh, I don't Oh, I don't know how to navigate that. Hint. Uh, um. It seems to want to use... Um, uh, uh, we need uh, arrow keys now? Yeah, that's sorry, that's the phrase I was after. It seems to want to use arrow keys. 
Uh, oh no, let's try P. For, so we got P for, P for previous. Ah, there we go. N for next. In the dark. Help! I'm stuck in the dark. How do I get out of the dark? What's this shadow I see? Help! Exactly. How does dark work? Can I control my exit from darkness? <laughs> oh my god! You're not Douglas Adams. Um, let's go uh, Q. Uh, is it the Vogon ship? Maybe. Yeah. Where next. Where the heck am I? Where do I get groggy and don't? What's this guide for? All right. Okay. Here we go. Um, how do I get a babelfish? What's the? It's just gibberish here. Why are the guards dragging me away? Oh God! Are you serious? So we got where the heck am I? Why do I get groggy and die? What's this guide <laughs> Ford gave me? How can I? Oh, you know what? We might we might be best. Oh, <sighs> the the game calls it a panel. The hints call it a case. How do I open the case? No, that's the case with the keyboarding. Is it? Oh, I don't know. I assume. There's a yeah no you're absolutely right there's a switch and a thing. Um, uh, yeah they're not they're not very helpful. <laughs> Turns out, um, consult guide. Uh, what would you want to consult the guide about? Panels. <laughs> I don't know the word panels. Cleaning robots. Uh, oh, uh, consult guide cleaning robots. Ooh. The guide checks through its sub-Ethernet database. Wow. He was writing about the sub-Ethernet in 1984. Fair play. Because uh, that didn't come into the books until later. Um, and eventually comes up with the following entry. Sorry, that portion of our sub-Ether database was accidentally deleted last night during a wild office party. The lost data will be restored as soon as we find someone who knows where the backup tapes are kept. Um, uh, if uh, right, uh, an announcement is coming over the ship's tunnel, so yeah, um, not helpful. Not helpful. We've got um, to put some, we've got to put something in front of that panel. Uh, so it, it wouldn't would it do inventory or would it would it not? No, I've I've tried. Uh, okay. Uh, Can we put the guide in front of the panel? Sure. It's the only the thing we got, right? <coughs> um, but the flat. Oh, okay. Um, I see. I put the I put the screwdriver in front of the panel, um, and I tried a few things to to make the panel work, but it wouldn't. Because so at the moment the screwdriver is in front of the panel. Okay. Have we pressed the uh, button since then. on the oh uh, oh okay press dispenser button uh, the robot zips across no it's, it's not done anything it's yeah same outcome as before okay so now can we swap the well well I suppose we pick the screwdriver and put the guide down I know we've got, the guide's got to be bigger than the screwdriver Um, put guide in front of panel. Okay, the Hitchhiker's Guide is sitting in front of the tiny robot panel. Do you want me to try it now? Press that button, man. Grabs the fish and continues its hectic pace. Fuck right off. Fucking 
fuck? I don't think it's coming. I don't think the the robot is coming from the panel. Hmm. Right, we've got we've got a dressing gown on the hook. We've got a towel on the vent. And now there's a robot coming through the panel. Well, we, right. need, to be, we need to be bigger. Uh, so we need to think. So we, we still, we, I don't know. We, have we still got the junk mail? No, that seems to have gone. Balls. Um, yeah. Can we put Ford in front of the panel? He's asleep. Is that what it says? Uh, I'll, I'll try it. Uh oh! Can't you can't see any? F- oh, it doesn't understand. Basically, we're in poetry appreciation kit chairs. We've been what? got. Hang on, what? We've been got by the Vogons. Been caught by the Vogons. Oh yes, yeah. You're you're paying attention. Uh, yeah, guards burst in and grab uh, us. Uh, um. We oh, this is going to be a problem then because we don't speak Vogon. Um, okay, so guards burst in and grab you and Ford, who comes slowly awake. They drag you down the corridor to a large cabin where they strip you, um, where they strap you into large, uh, menacing chairs. Captain's quarters in the poetry appreciation chair. This is the cabin of the Vogue. This is the cabin of the Vogon captain. You and Ford are strapped into poetry appreciation chairs. The captain is. Uh, incandescently furious, indescribably blubbery, and uh, indescribably mid to dark green. He <laughs> is. <laughs> He's managed to describe both of those things. Yes, he has very pretty well. He's holding samples of his favourite poetry. Um, can we appreciate poetry? I mean, can we though? <laughs> I'm, not really good. I'm not. I'm not very good at it because I don't really understand syllables or rhythm or meter. Uh... So it's on that bombshell of a cliffhanger that we leave you. Um, thank you very much for listening. We will be back, as I said, next week. At BTLpodcast.com or theoutpost.fm to find this and other lovely shows. Uh, you will find me on Twitter at I am Stedman. John Bounds is at Bounder, and Danny is at Probably Drunk. And sad to say, one of our number, John Hickman, uh, couldn't make it, but if you want to go and berate him on Twitter, you can. Um, his username is John Hickman. Nice and easy. Uh, lovely. Right. Well, until next week, share and enjoy. Welcome. Oh, I didn't like the way I said welcome. I do that every now and again. Then go, like, back in. go back in, rerun it, it's only yeah, live. No, it's fine. Exactly. We will fix it in post. Ha <laughs> It's the joke. Tony. Um, welcome to our Towel Day live stream. Uh, this is Beware of the Leopard, our special event. We're probably only ever going to get to do this once because, as I discovered when running through the database, we are um, over halfway through 
our alphabet. Um, if you're coming to this just from Twitch, hello, uh, we do a podcast. My name is Mark Stedman. With me is John Bounds. Hello. He's on Skype. And also on Skype is Danny Smith. This is the sound of Danny Smith's voice. Hello. There you go. Uh, and we do a podcast with our friend John Hickman, who isn't here for reasons. Uh, and that is... Oh, hang on, hang on. Hang on, this is John Hickman now. Oh, I'm so lame, I'm not coming in. Oh, hi, John. Um, it's so, oh, so so sorry that you weren't able to uh, to come. Um, did you have a really specific reason as to why you weren't here? Yeah, I'm a massive loser, and I, I lick butts, and I drink wee. 